from the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. You could drop on back. Drop dead sex. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the album drop is on the air. Hi, everybody. Lots of ways for you to get connected with us this hour, as always, here on CHUO 89.1 FM. Please let me count the ways. Facebook.com slash the album drop. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at the album drop. But, you know, if that's too much for you, I get it. You can shoot me a text. I'm going to give you my number. 613 562-5967. Shoot me a text. That's actually the phone here in the studio, so that will go to all of our hosts here at CHUO. Not at the same time. Um, Just whomever happens to be sitting in the booth at the time. And as for right now, it's me. So, 613-562-5967. We'll get your text message right to me, and then I will tell everybody what you had to say. Unless, of course, you use dirty words. In which case, I will edit them. Lots to get to this hour. This week in music history. Lots happening. Always is. We'll be sharing that with you just before 3.30. Gonna take a look at a very hot music news story. Coming up in the Music Meltdown sometime before 4 o'clock today. People are all over the map in regards to how they feel about this, and rightfully so. I'm going to do everything I can to try and give you a fair and balanced perspective on what's going on. I can tell you what it is. Google it. It's got something to do with... No, I'm going to make you wait. I was about to tell you, but I'm I'm going to make you wait. We also got lots of tunes to get to this hour, as we always do on this wonderful program. Brand new stuff from Wild, nothing coming up. They have a new record out. It's fabulous. And I've got a couple tunes that I've uh, listened to and that I'd like to share with you in regards to that. Also, Ian Thornley, former frontman of Big Rec, former frontman of Thornley, put out a new record under his own name. Guy knows how to write a hook. Guy knows how to write quite a song. And I've got a couple of them that I'd like to share with you. And we're going to be doing that shortly as well. But right off the top of the program, I'd like to begin with a band from Dundas, Ontario. And I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know where that was. Because I grew up 15 minutes from there and I wasn't sure where it is. I had to Google it myself. Turns out I passed through it all the time. It's right on Highway 5, west of the city of Toronto. It's one of those blink and you miss it kind of towns which is ever-expanding and becoming a suburban oasis. And that's where you'll find the members of the band The Dirty Nil when they're not out on tour or playing shows in Hamilton or Toronto or anywhere else that's not Dundas. 
they are a straightforward and unapologetic rock and roll band. Their music is often confused with punk rock, because that's a lot, what it sounds like a lot, but the musicianship, the appreciation to the sound, the lyrical content, both of what they speak of and how they deliver the message of it is very much rock and roll. And the group has released a new record. It's called Higher Power. It's available online and in stores now through Dynalone Records. And this is just one of those ones where you put it on and you listen to the whole darn thing and you don't feel bad about the time that you've spent doing it because it's wonderful. I want to start with a tune called Friends in the Sky. This is brand new music from the Dirty Nil. And you're hearing it here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. CHUO 89.1 FM.
from the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. From the Dirty Nil. That's here in the album. Drop CHUO 89.1 FM. The record is called Higher Power. Available now through Dynalone Records. And that was Zombie Eyed. Bury Me at the Rodeo was the one before that. And Friends in the Sky was the first one that we heard from the release from the group from Dundas, Ontario. Okay, we'll call it Toronto. Even though it's not. But that just makes it a lot easier for everybody to put the idea in their head. Because it's not even Burlington. It's, it's like south of Burlington so it's west of Mississauga and it's anyways you get the idea 
And it wasn't, you know, we talked about how, you know, they're a rock and roll band and not a punk band. And I thought that maybe that was just me kind of jumping to conclusion. But no, in an an interview with Vice, says music division Noisy, back in November, the group says, um, well, this is actually um, the author of the article saying, um, the Dirty Nim will be the first to tell you. Forget about punk. They're just a plain old rock and roll band. Sure, the band may have released a 7-inch last year on Fat Records. And yes, they may have also spent this past summer on the Warp Tour. And yes, the group plays an aggressively loud, often dynamically fast style of rock that will kick your eardrums in. But they don't consider themselves punk. Which is like the punkest thing in the world. This is the album drop, CHU 89.1 FM. And uh, I hope you're digging that. Uh, I know some of you were. Uh, text coming in to 613-562-5967. One from Unnamed. If you don't put your name in there, I'm not going to know your name. But they said that this band's awesome. Want to know more about them. Another texter said, not really feeling this. Hopefully the next band's good. You You got something to say about this? Make sure you put your name in. A text message that you send to 613-562-5967. And I'll read it on the air. The next band uh, that we, we talk about is actually one person. It's a singer-songwriter. His name is Ian Thornley. On this release, he's calling himself by his full God-given name, Ian Fletcher Thornley. I, I, I assume that's what people call it. I don't, I don't know if he's a religious guy. It's really not my place to say. But you probably know him. He used to be in a band called Thornley. They had a couple of big radio hits. Before that, he was in another band. It was called Big Wreck. They had a bunch of hits. But on this release, this is not uh, the big electric guitar, rock and roll kind of sound that we've come to expect from this gentleman. No, this time around. It's, um, it's a very stripped down release. Acoustic guitar throughout. There is a bit of a rhythm section. But it's more about the songs. It's more about the music. It's more about the words that Mr. Thornley is trying to express on this particular release, which is called Secrets, which is out now, available online and in stores. I really enjoyed listening to it. I hope you do, too. We're going to start with a tune called Outside the Lines. Ian Fletcher Thornley on the album drop, CHU 89.1 FM. One day, maybe. Oh, uh-huh. 
on CHUO 89.1 FM.
Folks, Ed Robertson here from Bare Naked Ladies, and you're listening to me and Phil on the album drop. One, two, one, two, three, four.
bet you never thought that you'd be seeing me so soon. You know you best stop thinking that you've got one last thing to do. But I know the secret lies with you. Yeah, I know my secret lies with you. I've cordoned off the area somewhere in my mind. So on the surface, everything appears just fine. There's the title track to the brand new record from Ian Fletcher Thornley. Secrets is what it's called, and you heard it here on the album. Drop CHUO 89.1 FM before that one. But a tune called Stay Outside the Lines was the name of the first one. And they're calling this the debut solo record from him. So we'll go with that. Uh, Thornley tells Exclaim Magazine that uh, he'd been working on the idea I'm an acoustic record for a long time, but was worried he wouldn't have what it takes to to do it. I mean, he says, uh, there's only a handful of artists who I consider that can really pull that off. I think he's one of them. I, I really dug the record. I thought it worked. Love to know what you think. Facebook.com slash The Album Drop or on Twitter at The Album Drop or on Instagram at The Album Drop or text me at 613-562-5967. This is The Album Drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thanks a lot for being a part of today's show. And now it's time for this. And now it's time for the new number one song in the land is... I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person. We weren't on any crusade. This was selfish. There should be no such thing as a price tag on music. This week in music history. And we start off with February 22nd, 1975. The average white band went to the top of the charts with a wonderful little instrumental ditty. It's called Pick Up the Pieces. And it went like this. I apologize in advance for that being stuck in your head for the better part of the day. 
12 years later, February 22nd, 1987, influential artist Andy Warhol died. Now, Warhol, of course, and his influence on visual arts can still be seen today. His impact on the music world, including nurturing the skills of the artists who became the band The Velvet Underground, can very well still be heard on radios and records and CDs and tapes and 8-tracks and vinyls all across the world. Two years after that... The very first Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Slash Metal Performance was awarded. Nominees in the inaugural year included ACDC, Iggy Pop, Jane's Addiction, and Metallica. However, in what was considered to be one of the greatest Grammy upsets of all time, none of those bands won. The award went to Jethro Tull. That band with the flute who, last I checked, was totally not a metal band. They were as shocked as anybody. Their label actually told them, don't bother going, because Metallica's booked to perform. Someone else is going to win this award. Like, you know, be thankful you're nominated, and we'll call it a day. And then they won! February 23rd, 2010, Abbey Road Studios was made into a listed building by the British government, which protected it from plans that had existed to radically alter the building's appearance. Now, the building itself is nothing special, but people seem to really like using the crosswalk out front. I need to get one of those rimshot sound effects, because I make too many of those kinds of jokes. February 24th, 1973, Roberta Flack reached the top of the charts with Killing Me Softly with his song. The tune is said to be written about singer Don McLean, so it's got to be about American Pie, because... I, I'm sure a lot of people have died listening to that song. I mean, it's really long. Also on February 24th in 1992, Kurt Cobain married Courtney Love in Waikiki, which is in Hawaii. Now, by this time, Love would have already been pregnant with the couple's only child, Francis Bean. February 25th, 1943, George Harrison was born. Of course, he played lead guitar for the Beatles, and he achieved worldwide fame, and was also the first Beatle to have a solo record go to number one, 1971's All Things Must Pass. Now, 13 years after that, February 25th, 1956, Elvis Presley reached the top of the charts for the first time with a ditty called I Forgot to Remember to Forget. It was a country and western tune and made the top of that chart and uh, began a long and fruitful career. I mean, come on, it's Elvis. I don't have to tell you about Elvis. Also on February 25th, 1995 was the year where 1,200 select guests of the Frank Sinatra Desert Classic Golf Tournament heard the chairman of the board himself give his, what would end up being his final performance. The Grammy and Oscar winner was 79 when he closed the show that night, singing, amongst other songs, finally, The Best Is Yet To Come. Makes sense. Now, February 26th, that was a day of serious Hitmaker birthdays. First, 1932, The Man in Black, Johnny Cash, likely the only country artist that I will ever care about personally. His tone and timbre were unmatched. He found success in country, gospel, pop music, which is an attribute unseen at the time. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. And then in uh, February 26th, 1971, Max Martin was born. You may not know the name 
off the top of your head. But there's no doubt in my mind that you know his work. Check this out. It's my Just to say a taste of over 100 hit, top 40 hit songs that have been written and or produced by Max Martin. Undoubtedly the most successful songwriter of the modern era. The guy, like, can't even accidentally not make a hit. Also born February 26th, Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave bassist Tim Comerford. And fun frontman Nate Ruiz. So, I mean... What do you want to talk about? You know, it's a good day. If your birthday is February 26th, um, start writing tunes. February 27th, 1977, Keith Richards was arrested at Toronto's Harper Castle Hotel holding an ounce of heroin. They, uh, they tried to book him on charges of distribution. He, he beat them. And finally, February 27th, 1999, Britney Spears had her first number one hit tune, Baby One More Time. That song, written by Max Martin, was actually originally intended to be recorded by TLC. However, by the time the song was finished, they uh, had uh, tendered all of their submissions for their record and decided that they uh, didn't need any more. So, Britney got it. Kind of a world, what would we be living in if TLC had recorded that song? We're going to take our only break. This is the album drop here on CHUO 89.1 FM, and I'm Phil Shurikawa. Morning music after this, so uh, you don't want to miss any of it. You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return only on CHUO 89.1 FM. And now back to the album drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. Here's Phil Shurikawa. And we are back talking about album number three from American Indie Rock Act, Wild Nothing. Just came out last week. It's called Life of Pause. And I gotta tell you, this is a fun record to listen to. Good, catchy songwriting. This is, this is indie pop at its finest here, folks. I, um... It's weird because there's no, like... You know, it's 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 not a straightforward rock record. They're, they're, it's what you'd call an artistic rock record, no doubt in my mind. But it's that's not to take anything away from the strength of these tunes. It's 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 hook driven and catchy in its own kind of weird, backward kind of sense, and I can't. I've been trying for a couple of days now. I listened to this record on Saturday, and then I listened to it again on Sunday. And I've been trying to find the way to best describe it, and I struggle. And I'm good with words, so I I, I really pity those that have to describe this record that aren't. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. As you can hear in the background... 
I've started playing a tune called Adore. We're going to play that. We're going to play a couple more. And we'll talk a little bit more about this record. Wild Nothing is the name of the band and you're hearing it on the album Drop CHUO 89.1 FM.
drop.
You're listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. from Wild Nothing. They heard it here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. That was called Life of Pause. It's the title track to the new record. Whenever I was before that, Adore was the first one that we heard. It's album number three from the group out now on Captured Tracks. Jack Tatum's the name of the guy who uh, works out front. He's, uh, he plays the guitar, writes most of the tunes. Really cool stuff from the group out of Blacksburg, Virginia. I, I I liked it. This is my show. So that's kind of how that works. Now, this is the album drop, CHU 89.1 FM. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We are uh, very close 
to the end of the program here, but we have just a little bit of time left, so I was hoping that uh, we could, if no one has any objections, do this. The music world is always changing, and sometimes things slip through the cracks. The leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead, and this is the story as we know it so far. And the Grammy goes to the suburbs. Breaking news about the arrest of a popular Grammy-winning musician at his concert last night. The passing of George Harrison. The former Beatles. Prosecutors in Philadelphia have dropped their long-running fight to execute Mumia Abu-Jamal. From the pages of thealbumdrop.ca, this is the Music Meltdown. It's going down. Oh, it's going down. Yeah. I don't really know where to start when talking about hashtag free Kesha. But there's no doubt in my mind this has been the biggest music news story this week. And I would be remiss as a journalist not to mention it. So, here's the long and the short of it for anybody who has retweeted that they should be free in Kesha and don't really know why. Or scrolled past it and wondering why so many people are pouring out information. The long and the short of it is as follows. Kesha um, has been working with producer and hitmaker Dr. Luke for a very long time, about 10 years now. She recently was denied an attempt to be relieved of her recording contract with his label, Kimusabi Records, a subsidiary of Sony Music, which uh, the, the, the courts basically said, you know, like, I, I, I know you want out, but that's not really good business. We're not going to do it. Now, why does she want out? Is, is a good question. And it's in regards to what she calls years of sexual, physical, and psychological abuse from Dr. Luke. Now, this is where it gets weird. Because as what I'd like to consider a decent human being. I have no reason to suspect why Kesha would make up allegations of this nature. What I do know is that she told a court in 2011 that Dr. Luke has never made sexual advances at me. This is from a deposition that she swore under oath. And then, not long after that, filed an injunction to get out of her uh, her contract based on being sexually, physically, verbally, and emotionally abused. Basically, this isn't going to go away. Kesha won't be able to record unless it's for Sony. Unless something changes. If Dr. Luke is a terrible person, this information will eventually come to light. And if he's not, well, his career's been ruined. So... Sounds like nobody wins here. 
At least that's all we have for now. This has been the album drop. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Phil Shurikawa. We'll be back in seven days with a brand new episode. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Till then, take care of yourselves and each other. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Smell you later. I'll be back. For more information, check out thealbumdrop.ca. This whole thing has gone on long enough. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week on CHUO 89.1 FM. Okay, I'm there.